What's that player that got injured? Say it nicely, man. Oh, Merry Tsumikas, everybody. Merry Tsumikas. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you're having a good FBL uh, Christmas holiday season. Fest. Yeah. Hopefully, so, Santa oh, brought you an abundance of points and not many negative you, calls. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you weren't naughty and captained the wrong player because you listened to me. That's why. <laughs> Uh, but um, this is our episode 19 of Game Week 19. We've been doing this for 19 weeks. It's quite an achievement. Um, thank you guys that have been listening, viewing, and subscribing. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe. We're on 27. If we can get 30 before the end of the year, um, we'll just be happy. Huh? We can't really give anything away. <laughs> so, um, but let's get into it. Um, talk to us, Mike. What are your thoughts? Yeah, just, Should we talk about just, the captains last week? Like what, what happened there? Now, before we start with that, I just have to say, oh. so everybody who's listening to this knows, yes, yes. Okay, there's a quick turnaround here. We just came out of a Chelsea uh, a Chelsea Christmas Eve defeat. We had a day before Christmas Eve, a whole lot of games. And then now we're going into like a quick turnaround Tuesday, right? Today's the Boxing only day. day yeah, today's the only break. Um, so, there'll be changes. And then tomorrow, lunchtime, Boxing Day lunchtime, I think the games start. So it's good. so it's a tight turnaround. So that's mm. why we are we are to help you. We spend in our Christmas Eve, Christmas Talking Day, to you. <laughs> we spend time with our loyal viewers and all those new people out there who don't celebrate Christmas because you only celebrate FPL. So yeah, we are for you. There we go. Right. There we go. Right, you want to start talking about captain uh, the downfall of captains? It. I mean, look, all the signs pointed to Ollie Watkins scoring a hat trick this this past game. I mean, it's it's Sheffield away. Um, uh, Sheffield at home, sorry, home for Aston Villa. And Chelsea managed to score goals against them, as we said on the pod last week. And uh, Aston Villa couldn't manage to do much. Sheffield, fair play to them. The annoying thing for me is that my first position sub, Cameron Archer, did better than my first position striker. So I guess you live and learn. Who was also your captain. Who was also my captain. So. I had a feeling that uh, Aston Villa were going to struggle. And I think one thing that uh, veteran FPL players will know is that this period of time is full of fixture conjecture. Mm. In other words, players are tired, players are feeling the season, as yeah. we all are. You know, who's got kids, who's buying presents, you know, who's 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 doing all these things at home, their home life, end of the year, everybody's in a festive mood. So it plays a psychological Yeah, role. no, for sure it does. It ends up throwing up some strange results. And Aston mm -hmm. Villa are a hard-working team but they're not the finished article yet. Yeah. And Sheffield are fighting for their lives down there. Yeah, so they right. need to, they have, they have to get points from that game. You're right. In typical Sheffield, they'll lose to Chelsea, but beat Aston Villa. It's, that's other season we it's have. It's true, it's true. It is like that. Because the same breath, a Crystal Palace that draws against Man City, that goes and then draws against Brighton when you would have them favourites. Um, but nevertheless, at least they're getting points, Crystal Palace as well. But anyway, so the captain was a bit of a dud. You, however, didn't captain Watkins like the rest of us. You captained Sun. Yeah, and I didn't... It paid off to that. a point. Yeah, oh, it, it got me reason. a little bit ahead. Here's the thing about Sun. I know he blanked the week before. I also was unsure whether Richarlison was going to start. But if you watch that Spurs game, Spurs are playing some of the most best, best attractive football, football yeah in the I'm league enjoying. yeah as a chelsea supporter i'm watching spurs and i'm jealous yeah, okay because yeah. of the way they play it's attacking i think spurs have failed to not score at home 
this season. Yeah. Or no, they might have failed to not score at all. But every match they played in, they've scored, right? Mm-hmm. So no, they have. Is Spurs likely? Is Spurs likely to to score a goal? Yes. And if Sun is going to be in that team, then he's mm-hmm. likely to either assist or score. Yeah. And that's what. Why didn't you tell us your, well, your little yeah. trick? You so, so staying on the Spurs trade, um, I I thought to myself, Gordon's been, um, was announced to be doubtful, probably not going to start. And I thought to myself, well, I should probably get rid of him to try and keep up with the pack. But many people didn't think about it. I think a lot of people just slept on it and put Gordon in hoping for a sub. It, definitely in our league. But the move that actually paid off for me was a Richarlison. So I thought, what's my what's the next cheapest way into Spurs? Richarlison. Richarlison's playing in a midfield position on FPL, but playing as a number nine for Spurs in real life. As you know, forwards that a midfielder that play out of position. That was the same with Sun earlier. It's it's a must have. Um, I brought him in, and he managed to nip a goal. Um, he's now got three goal, uh, four goals in his last three games. So man's on form, man's cooking. Um, so I was very happy with that move. Are you telling me you are already preempting the Afghan and Asian Cup team deficits by saying that the perfect replacement for Sun is Richarlison. or Salah at least is to have Richarlison in there? Because if we combine what we both said, exactly. attacking team, exactly. he's playing out of position, and now he's in form with Sun not being there. Mm, mm, mm. It's something to look at. And also, tasty. Madison's coming back. So maybe Richarlison keeps getting that service. Depends if Postacoglu moves him out wide, but I don't think so. I think Richarlison naturally was always a number nine. Um, even for Brazil, he plays number nine. So um, definitely a player to look out for. To stay on Spurs quickly, I wanted to say, for those that haven't brought in Pedro Porro yet... He's you, a must-have. You have to. And if you can't afford him, Destiny Odogi is probably your next best bet. But it's destiny. It's also if destiny, you, though. You, you <laughs> What's your destiny? You really need yeah. to bring Pedro Pori in. Even though he I, blanked this past game week, man's on fire. He's, he plays, he's in the box, he's doing the crosses. He's, he's even in uh, inverted running. Um, underlapping is the word I was looking for. So if you analyze how Spurs play, because Richarlison is now the striker, what happened in these games is that Sun, even though he's the winger, He's putting, Sun naturally gets pulled through the center, right? Yeah, almost almost like a false nine or a ten kind yeah. of a position. Yeah. yeah, when Sun takes up that position, Pedro Porro is on the wing. Can play left wing. So, yeah. so I'm I, I implore you, you can bring Pedro Porro in. His price can go up because it's not going to affect us because we already have. Him. But based so. off what we've just said about Spurs' attacking mindset, it's a must, because yeah. the same thing is going to happen. Son will leave. Madison will be the ten, but. Who's their replacement winger? I'm not too sure. I must check. But he won't play as wide. He'll still keep Poro playing out wide because Poro's been doing what Poro's been doing. So um, he's, he's like Zorro, but he's Poro. Pedro <laughs> Zorro, the Poro. But it's true. So I think those um, Richarlison, Pedro Poro, Son, Madison, actually, I would say, look out for those players. Even Kulisevsky, we'll have to see how he develops over the coming weeks into when Son leaves. Um, but yeah, definitely they, players to look out for for Spurs. Yeah, you've got to keep your eye on Spurs. Now, speaking on must-haves, I'm going to ask you a question. Brennan Johnson, that was his name. Sorry, Brennan Johnson. I'm going to ask you two questions. Okay. Okay. We're talking about must-haves. Is Trent Alexander-Arnold a must-have? And is Trent the better pick for over Trippier for the next 
Wow. Foreseeable future. Look out. From Game Week 12, he has hauled. From Game Week 12. Um, I wish I didn't sleep on him and I went to him over Trippier when I made the move to Trippier when everyone was on the Trippier train. The Trippier train. Um, I'm going to just read it out so you have an idea. From Game Week 12 to now. 7, 8, 13, 12, 4, 9, 5. He's got assists in three of those last games and goals in two of them, which means he's made five contributions over the last five weeks. How can you not have him in your team? How can you not? He's expensive. That's the and he's problem. going up. 8.3. The question is, That's... is he better than... Who, like, do I take Saka out for, for Trent? Like, Ooh, these are the questions. Because yeah. in my mind, I'm thinking 8 million. Okay, he's got to be taken out of midfielder. You have to drop a midfielder for him. You know, you can't... Unless you have Trippier and you have some funds, but then you get into Holland territory if you might want to bring him back, so be careful. You might need to drop maybe a sucker. Just hold up here, Nate the Great. Uh, are we going back a step because I messaged you earlier? <laughs> everything he touches turns to gold. So I'm going to ask you this question. I asked you, is Trent a must-have? You said yes. Your answer is sucker is a must-not. I wouldn't say must-not, but at this point, I'm not convinced anymore. I think it's more your Gabriels and your Erdegaards. Harvard's is even scoring. I think exactly. if I was going to pick anybody out of that team besides Saka, it's probably Odegaard because he shares penalty duties. The the thing that's holding me onto Saka for now and just to not make a move is the four green FDRs coming up until the new what end have of we learned? That like, means amazing. nothing. That means absolutely nothing. <laughs> but Arsenal are doing well, though. They are. So the thing is, it can happen. He's just been blanking for the last three weeks. But we've also said that Salah, Saka isn't the... He's not a fancy player. He just the, just does the dirty work. So he'll get some points sometimes. But at 9 mil, I might just cash out on him. Definitely something to think about. Because um, I brought him in when Saka was only 8.5. And he's not at 9 mil. So I'll get an 8.9 payout for the man. So I might just do that. <laughs> That's a lot of money that I can get. But I have to be comfortable with the decision that I'm not going to bring in him anytime soon. Which leads me to my thought of maybe I go Trippier for Trent and then maybe downgrade if I have some funds to sucker to maybe Odegaard. Martellini or something else like that. I don't know. I have to think about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared to to let go Starboy. But in, this, in the new year, mm -hmm. we're going to be trying to balance all of these new players out uh, with uh, Salah being gone and Sun being gone, you have to really think about how you spread that money out. Haaland will become... Let's talk about Haaland. What do you think? Let me tell you my plan. When, when do you bring in Haaland? That's what I want to know. Yeah. When do you bring in Haaland? Everyone's I'm... asking the same question. Is he playing next week? And mm -hmm. when do you bring him in? The simple answer is you bring in Haaland when Pep says Haaland will play. <laughs> I think that's what you go off. Um because if Pep says Haaland's fit, Haaland will start. City have been struggling. They're going to think they need Haaland. KDB's on his way back. Um, Alfred and Batman are about to be joined up again. Uh, Robin, uh, Robin and Julian Alvarez is just, I don't know what Robin's doing. Alvarez is just sitting on the sidelines for a bit. But anyway, what I want to say is my plan for Haaland is I want to wait for Pep's news. It won't be this week. I don't think it'll play this week. It's too short of a quick turnaround. 
Next week, I want to see what he says because I'm willing to take a minus four hit to bring Haaland back in. And I think if you do bring Haaland back in, um, that's unfortunate he'll miss the Everton game, but then they've got Sheffield at home, which is a, a is big scoring game. That, that, that Haaland's missing? Is, no, is maybe not. Game. Maybe it's easier for managers because now you don't have to determine captain. You can probably just go for your Solankis or your Salas. So maybe it's hey, easier. This man's jumping the gun here. Let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. Sorry, sorry, backtrack, but quickly. Let me rein it back. So Haaland. So my plan is to bring him in as soon as Pep says he's fit. Um, and I'm making sure that I have enough funds in the bank to fund that move. And like I said, I'm willing to take a minus four. I think a lot of managers will be scrambling or might be playing wild cards to fit him in. Or you have to look for other strikers if you can't afford him. Maybe it's Trent. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's a, it's a wait one more week. Mm. And then if you get to January 1st, you have a wild card to rebalance your team if yeah. you're not smart, like Mr. Gold Touch over there, uh, who's uh, balanced his team out, has the funds to bring yeah, Ireland yeah. in yesterday. Yes, yeah. um, <laughs> I'd just like to say, after the Newcastle game, City have a run of... Um, they've got Burnley at home after the Newcastle game, which is two weeks from now, and then they go away to Brentford, but then they're back home against Everton again. So... Maybe for a jam can, move. Let me, can I just take this opportunity to have a shout out to our FPL mini league? There was this guy, okay? He was suffering in the mid tables. He was groping at those European places. And all of a sudden, he's now first in the league. Can oh. you tell us this man's name? Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'll take my Ballon d'Or. <laughs> guys, I'm first. I've done it. Christmas is great because I'm first. That's nah, not for everyone else, just for me. Can you give me it's, one move that you would say summed up how you went from like, you know, six, seven? Oh, well, I was twelfth, and, and then seventh, and then now I've jumped. Yeah. What What is the one move you were like? That's where I want it. That's Jared, where I Jared Bowen. Yeah. Jared Bowen. That's where I want it, without a doubt. Um, he got me. I brought him in after the Crystal Palace draw when he started, when no one else would have thought to bring him in because he didn't do anything, but he played the full ninety minutes. So I brought him in. He goes to Spurs, he gets a goal. Then he blanks, but then he goes to Wolves, gets a goal. And yesterday, or two days ago, gets a goal. So, and that's my Son replacement. And Son may have hauled once now this past week, but the last two weeks he blanks, if I'm not mistaken. So Bowen's been more consistent for me, and that plan has worked out. It could have also not, but it did, and I'm happy for it. I think, I think two things there. I think there were times when Bowen was blanking, but you didn't give in you trusted your plan mm, and mm. i think that fpl managers out there must realize that sometimes Stick to a process, you just yeah. have to trust your judgment and trust your plan over three weeks rather than like a make a mistake two, yeah. like for example i'll give you my own example because i'm still languishing mid-table there i brought in cash like an idiot because he got suspended okay <laughs> i'm kicking myself but if i take my own advice and and nathan uh example i'm not going to send cash out this week i should hold him because i brought him in for a reason exactly exactly likely to play i said to you i might even bring in cash because of the fixtures that are coming up and he's playing again so it's not the worst pick it's just unfortunate and you don't really need him to play this week it's kind of a blessing because they're playing against you um they're playing against united at at united so it might not be the worst thing that you don't have cash playing this week you know exactly what bowen did to united yeah he opened them up Hey, Bowen made some mince, mince meat with the United there. He cut um, them up. It was it was, uh, it was other well, levels. On, on your one, quickly, I'll piggyback off your mistake. I did the Trippier train, and I shouldn't have. 
I should have trusted my process without having Trippier. And then the day I bring him in, he blanks that week and then he goes off with the card and then he's suspended. So it's like, it's definitely, that was my fault. So don't be too quick to jump on the parade of other people and what they have. Figure out what you want for your team and then come up with a plan. For example, if you want Haaland, find a way to forward Haaland without taking a wild card. If you want to keep Salah, let's talk about that. Perfect segue. What do we do with Salah and Son when they go to AFCON and to Asia Cup? In my opinion, it's too much money to hold. you got to rebalance your team and bring them back in. It's too much money. I was going to say the like, opposite. I know, but for me, Let's talk about I it, have then. both of them. You have only one. Now, for me, I have both. Yeah, you. That money is a lot of money to keep on your bench. For like two, three uh, weeks, yeah. It's, and, and you know, the, the better those teams do in those tournaments, the longer they stay out. And even when they come back, who's to say they don't pick up an injury? So mm. for me, like, take your money, invest it back into Haaland and Watkins. So do, you, do you downgrade Son to Bowen when he goes to AFCON? I downgrade Salah to Bowen. I downgrade Son to Richarlison because Nate the Great oh, led the way. That's true, the Richarlison pick, yeah. Um, I, I would say Bowen's on that same level. If not Bowen, maybe Kudus. Because Kudus is still firing. Kudos is fire. Kudos to him. But, <laughs> <laughs> South African slang, yeah. But uh, but Bowen is uh, I, Kudos is fire. But Bowen is consistent. Mm. Um, and so, but but Kudos is cheaper. You so could downgrade. You could downgrade Sucker as well to Bowen if you don't have both of them as well. Um, I wanted to I say I might actually end up holding Salah though. Because I bought him in at 12.5 and he's now 13.3. It's also, I'm thinking, can I, because, but this is me because I've balanced my team out now. I had to take a few negatives to do this. I don't know if I can ever afford to bring Salah back in and Holland. It's just too expensive. I think there's a way because there's so many performing mid players. Mid, like mid, mid, mid level players. mid players, yeah, yeah. So I think there's a way, but what's the reality is more seriously is I'm not going to be able to afford it. Trent, Salah, Ireland. and Sun. Sun, uh, yes, like, yeah. Like you're going to have you to make some sacrifices, right? And and that sacrifice... That comes down to your picks and your plan, yeah. It comes down to the one, manager. Basically one premium midfielder. You can't have both. I still think you can have Haaland, but you're not going to be able to have Watkins there. True, right? yeah, yeah. But again, it's okay because that pivots directly to the next thing I want to ask you is everybody and their mother captaining Solanke this week who are you going to captain who who should be captain who's the captain pick is we, we spoke about of Solanke we spoke about this in our group and we said Mr. Consistent and if we just captain Mr. Consistent but I think I might captain Salah you're gonna you're gonna just sit and, and forget how often is it that a player scores a hat-trick and then goes again and scores another hat-trick or another two goals? Very rare in this football, in the FPL. Very rare. It's possible. Haaland, if you're a robot. But it happens. He's but playing a Fulham at home. Fulham did not look good uh, this week. Uh, and they and, and this is Bournemouth at home and Bournemouth on form. And they're the fixture. And Solanke's on form. Like, everything is shouting... It's Get tough. Me. It's for me and it's for me it's tough. I don't know. I'm leaning towards Salah because it's safe. But 
I'll tell you now, we put a poll on X. You check any FPL content creators poll, it's going to be 75, 80% Solanke. And I mean, if you look at Solanke in your team, if you open the app and look at him, it says F-U-L capital letters in brackets H. <laughs> Fulham at home. How can you not captain him? It's I hard. Say, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I would say it boils down to your position and what you want out of the game week. For you... See, now I'm at, at the top now. Yeah. Money leg. So you play it safe and you captain Haaland. You're going to get the points for Solanke whether he hauls or not. For me, I need to captain Solanke to catch because up. If, if he hauls, I might jump on you, right? Mm, mm. And you taking the safe road route. So it also depends on where you are in the league. But I think both of those choices, would we say those are our two best choices yeah, for captain? I think, I think Is so. Is there a third? Um, not Watkins. No, uh, Trent. This guy, Trent. You know, we've been speaking about this in this group. Trent is uh, lately is as consistent, if not more consistent than Salah. Bro, he's yeah. getting assists. He's he's scoring goals. He's getting clean sheets. Do you think, we, uh, I think? I think I don't. Hey, oh, Redwan. Standard. Yeah, we shout Redwan again. This is, he's he's the you. He he Trent. started this Standard this down. unstoppable train of Trent. Trent the train or Trippy the train? Which is I think Trent the train sounds better. Uh, Trippier's train got derailed. Then got <laughs> Polar Express vibes. <laughs> um, no, like the thing is, you can also look at it because it's also Burnley still. And think about it this way: Pool are probably likely to maybe not concede against Burnley. I know Burnley struggled to score goals. You could have a clean sheet. Remember, a clean sheet for a defender is six points, so you're already getting twelve for just a clean sheet. It doesn't have to do much to get points as a defender. Something maybe slept on. Um, I also think that if this was if this was four or five seasons ago, or seven, six, eight seasons ago, and any team was playing Burnley, we would have captained our Luis Suarez. We would have captained yeah, our true. Guerreros against it. This is the game that Liverpool scores easy five no mm-hmm. and wins this game, right? So even though it's away, this is also a game that I feel like Burnley supporters and players might go. We already know we're going to lose this game psychologically. It's not one that they've marked as for our survival, right? True. So they're going to they're going to play a low block, and Liverpool have not seemed to struggle against low blocks like teams like Chelsea have, where they mm. can't break them down. Salah will find a way through, and if he doesn't, Trent will overlap with him, and Trent I, has I think, a mean free kick. I think it's I think it's Saka versus West Ham at home is a shout. Maybe this is the time that he starts putting points, but we've just discussed maybe not. So I think it's a bit of a risk. Um, Cole Palmer would have been a very strong contender for captaincy this week had he not have got himself suspended because he's playing against Crystal Palace at Stamford Bridge. Can little tell you the fool, reason. foolish man. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast last week, you already know why he got suspended because he, he didn't get suspended for making a yellow card tackle. He got suspended because he kicked the ball away and he did it on purpose. Do you want to know why? Because he wanted Christmas off. Okay. So uh, shout out to for explaining four yellow cards problem over the festive season. And then also him going and bringing in Gash, who was on four yellow cards. <laughs> you knew it was coming, man. You knew it was coming. Yeah. You knew it was coming. I, um, I, I got ahead by myself. But yeah. Um, so I think I think you are right. I think we're gonna sit here next week and we're gonna go Salah and Trent and I think you might have just helped me answer my question because I want to catch you, but I'd also need to be safe 
is Trent the safer pick then? Because he's safer than uh, than Solanke, mm. but he's also more. Uh, he has the the opportunity to be a differential pick over Salah. I I like both teams because I'll be jealous um, that you have Trent, but I have Haaland. But I think I want Trent, but I also want Haaland. But you can't really. So my team's going to be leaning more towards either Haaland or Trent pick. I'm definitely getting rid of Trippier. I would rather play Bot- Sven Botman or even Livermento over Trippier. Get a cheap Newcastle in, but I don't know. I don't think Trippier... I don't know what to tell you about Trippier. I know that you've suffered over the last couple of weeks with him, but this seems like either a game week to rest him or he kicks on. But I think either way, I think you need to part with him because he's uh, keeping you up at night. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely holding him for this Forest game. This will be the last week that he gets for me because then he's got Liverpool and City. So he's definitely being yeah. held there. Even if he holds this week, I feel like at least you got something out of him. Mm, yeah. Before you send him on his way. But yeah, um, can we just spend a second to say that, and this is Nate came up with this advice in the week, and it proved to be right because even though Chelsea are on another level of ridiculous rubbish, uh, Nkuku at least scored, making him a standout forward pick right now. Yeah. Uh, for in terms of just like a shock value for came, comes in came off the bench scores a goal in 30 minutes has a half an hour to run scores a goal in that time um, unfortunately yeah unfortunately for Chelsea just a little bit of a Chelsea rant while the ref busy, blows his whistle we're out of time because we're nearly out of time Nkunku is the man to do it for Chelsea it's, it's Palmer but Nkunku outshines Palmer now and Nkunku is the reason we bought him for a striker and he's why we got him, because he can score goals. And Sterling and Palmer are both suspended for this next game. So that's that's a that's a Mudrick, that's an Nkunku, that's a Madueke, that's a Conor Gallagher as, as a 10, and then Ugochuku and Caicedo. I'm very surprised we dropped Enzo. I think he's sick, though. I don't know. I know he the got, story. He's, pulled, he's got a groin injury, I think. Good or for him. Let him go on break. <laughs> we don't really miss him. Because we were shit without him anyway. <laughs> we, we, with him and without him, we were just bad. That's all Chelsea two cents. Um, let us know if you want a Chelsea podcast, because it's something we're seriously considering about how much stuff we have to say about this club. We'll talk about it in the year. But anyway, so it's definitely a player to watch. UFPL managers need to chill out, all right? It's Christmas. Spend time with your family. Talk to your friends. Stop making players' price rises so quickly. I, I was chatting to Mike yesterday. I'm like... Yeah, and Kuku's the pick, Mike. We should look at him. Oh, he's already gone up. <laughs> it's, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. And he's a 2% you know owned, so he's just going to climb. Can, can I tell you how you're being contradictory? Because you, the reason that there's a I know. I told everyone to bring flip it a good good. Uh, it's so true. But it's he's down from 7.5, which is his base price, at 7.3. So in my mind, you can wait until 7.5. Because that's his base price, unless you really need the money. But he is also a pick to look for if you're going to be downgrading Son and Salah, and maybe putting in Haaland and Solanke. Maybe you drop Watkins for Nkunku. Maybe you drop Solanke for Nkunku. I think your formation in your team is going to change to a, a three at the back, a four in the middle, and a three in the front. I think three in the yeah. front is going to be the way for January, February. And I was just commenting to Nate that we somehow. We're starting to make these changes instinctively to preempt these price drops. Mm. For example, I took out Simikas for Gabriel, and 
you've taken out Anderson, Anderson for. for Gabriel because they were both four point nine for me. Yeah, and no, I could have I could afford the drop for Timikas yeah. without losing it. But but either way, we both avoided a price drop there. But we we also did it with one eye on it. But at the same time, we have a feel for it. So mm. there is a good there is really good idea to keep wait for transfers. But this was a unique case because it's Christmas. It's a short turnaround, and the managers are trigger happy. No, so. And yeah. we, every every point uh, one million is going to count when it comes to rebalancing your team for Haaland mm-hmm. in the coming weeks. So I would suggest like take a good look at players who are out. Like Simikasi, you, we, I would I would suggest even for you, Nate, to keep ahead of the news on him potentially because mm-hmm. there's talk about him being out for three weeks, but there's talk of him being out up for two to three months. Right? Mm-hmm. Once we we don't know. Too dangerous for me. Um, and I know that they have a radio replacement. I think Gomez plays there sometimes. So, yeah, it's definitely a, a point to make sure. Um, find yourself a price rising app, a predictor. None of them are, none of them can tell you what's going to happen, but they all help to give you some sort of indication. There's a few good ones out there. Find, follow someone on X. There's a few good ones there as well. Um, I'm just going to shout out my last snippet for the pod that uh, Gabriel versus Anderson, ladies and gentlemen, Gabriel's triumphant. And uh, I think that he needs to give me a thanks for that because he scored a goal. And um, he scored a goal purely because Nate told him to. Okay, <laughs> I should have swapped saying, it then and there. I should have, but I don't listen to myself. Which is, we should maybe start I'll doing. Be, I, and I'll end with this, and I'll say I actually don't like that I brought in Gabriel. Here's why: because Gabriel is not a wing back. He's not a full back. He's a centre back, and centre backs luckily score goals from set mm. pieces. But they're not the most creative players. You're bringing in a centre back because his price is right, and his uh, fixtures are good, clean sheet worthy. Yeah. Right? We it, clearly Nate and I both believe that Arsenal are going to go on a run of clean sheets. They're going to go on a run of good defence, solid defending. Because Gabriel's not, we not we don't have Gabriel for his attacking threat. We have him for his clean sheets and his sure. price. Yeah. Uh, if we were we were talking about. Uh, players that there's there's there are some fullbacks at Arsenal and there's even Saliba, but Gabriel's price is what made him. Yeah, the I think if pick. if you go Saliba, you'd like ruling out your options for Haaland at all and stuff or like that. Or Trent and Trent, yeah. So Gabriel's the pick, and he's still at four point nine. So jump on him. Yeah, make him fun. Like we've jumped on him, so you guys can jump on him. You can raise his price, please. I would like it's some profit now. now. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Um, cool but uh, that's all we have time for before the ref starts giving us yellow cards and kicking us off the field Um, thank you guys for watching hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a great boxing day to recover Um, we hope for our sakes and your sakes that the points come thick and fast as well as the fixtures Um, and we will see you potentially later in the week for a New Year's podcast because the games are just coming like that and maybe even if Nate will allow us to do a, if you were going to wild card, what team would you make? Ooh. I think I think we need a wild card draft to kick off the new year with 2024 Spicy wild card can, draft. Can you taste that spice? Can that you taste uh, Indian masala ah. <laughs> for those that have made it to the end of the pod. Uh, cool. All right. Well, thank you guys okay. for watching. Don't forget to subscribe on the YouTube channel. Follow us on Spotify if you would like, if that is your preferred method of content intake. Take care. Enjoy Christmas. And we'll see you again. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas.